0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Underrated Podcast. We are the Undercast Company. My name is Alan, and as per usual, my lovely, awesome host, Ariel Ortiz. Hello! And Derek McDuff.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: And today, we're going to be talking about uh, one of my favorites, Saw Horror Movie, uh, which I felt was very underrated at the time. I mean, it did really well at the time. It's Drag Me to Hell, directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, written by Sam Ravy and his brother Ivan Raimi, and starring Alison Lohman, Justin Long, and um, Lorna Raver. Uh, pretty much what this movie is about: it's about this loan officer who is going to be up for a pro- promotion, and what she wants is she wants to show that her superiors that she can do it, that she can be better at her job, and that she has the the chops to be an assistant manager. And the gypsy woman comes in uh, asking for a loan, a third loan for her house. And unfortunately, she tries to make the big decision and says, I'm sorry, I can't help you out. And in doing so, the gypsy woman gets pretty upset about it and she unleashes a curse on Allison Loman's character, which kind of starts the whole plot of what's going on as her trying to find her a way not to get dragged down a hill. And so, yeah, pretty much that's the whole story. It's pretty, pretty fast, a pretty fast paced kind of film. It's just like about an hour and a half. So it's that's one of the beauties of it that I like. It's a very straightforward horror film. And um it did really well at the box office when it came out. I think its budget was $30 million. Uh, I got a lot of rave reviews. I got a 92% Rotten Tomatoes. And I know what you guys would think, you're thinking, well, this movie sounds great, everything's going well for it. it. Was kind of a lower budget at the time. I think it only made 90 million, but it's still a success. Uh, But what I felt is that even though it's such a big film, one of my biggest things that I find odd is that it did so well at the time. And then it just kind of viewed off into uh, obscurity. Like nobody really knows about it. Nobody really talks about it, uh, especially in the horror community, especially nowadays with all these A24 horror films with Hereditary and Midsummer and uh, Hush and all these movies that kind of get brought up all the time, Mandy, where I'm kind of like, where's drag me to hell you know it's it's, i thought it was great just like cabin in the woods uh but yeah but anyways i want to hear what you guys thought uh whoever wants to go first go right ahead
2: yeah i find it that's a very interesting point that like because when when i started watching i i you know checked the the imdb ratings and the and the rotten tomatoes and i saw like uh, did alan make a mistake because you know like or maybe it's like you know like a under the radar kind of thing but i'm like no i've heard of it before but i do actually like really um agree with that that yeah like i i could see like it hasn't while it's deserving of being added to that ashley of like talked about you know movies like you know the the cornerstones movies essentially of like uh or you know the the you know you, when you name off horror movies like you know you name Mm -hmm. off like classics instead of like shiny and all that yeah 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 the classics so so yeah in that regard then yeah i could definitely see this as being in that um under the radar um or not well entered into an entered in under the radar but yeah like like underappreciated i guess like a cult
1: film almost
2: yeah 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 no um but but getting to the film itself it definitely is a san Raimi horror movie um like after it i was like what is this remind me of what is this remind me of oh like um evil dead 2 i'm like oh sam Raimi. okay yeah like like definitely that is not really like it is gory but you it's like a weird like it just happens kind of gory, you know, like, um, especially in this movie with, like, the multiple times, like, she's either, like, punched or, like, gets a hand thrown into her mouth or has, like, something, Super like, gross. fall into her mouth or, <laughs> like, or has swallowed something. So much stuff with mouth, like, with her mouth. Like, I don't know, San Raimi. There's some but, of- um... <laughs>
1: That, that I actually heard about before I saw this movie that I might get into a little bit with all the mouth stuff, but I'll let you go on.
2: Yeah, but it's definitely that kind of um, vibe of of a horror movie. Not really scary. There's a few jumps, like, in the classic sense of, like, things. Um, of There's a few jump scares. Um, you know, there's a few kind of, like, um, mystical kind of things that, but for the most part, it's a it's a more of like the the adventure side of horror movies. Um, which I enjoy. It's more like I, a horror I, comedy, I, I, honestly. Oh yeah. oh yeah, definitely a horror comedy. Yeah, like it, but it's like like I don't want to say like it's not slaps It's like a, like horror. These Sam Raimi has kind of like um created this kind of like I not a slapstick. Um, horror comic kind of comedy, but like it in the same vein, or f- like you know, cut from the same cloth kind of thing, where it very much is like, um,
0: like, evil like oddity, too, like army of darkness, and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's like an odd comedy like it, 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 an odd horror for that reason you know it's just like because it, it just feels oh especially with the <laughs> anvil it's like kind of feels that like in that yeah, same vein of Angel? slapstick mm-hmm. yeah of slapstick those wily coyote I, shit i like... think that was yeah, yeah. It,
0: might as well, it might as well have said acme on it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like definitely. just like acme incorporated like... or
1: whatever There was multiple times when I was like, this is going to be a dream. This is just two Looney Tunes to be real. And then it would just be like, kept going and going. I'm like, oh no, I guess this is actually happening in the movie. Like, this is not going to be some weird, like, I kept expecting her to like, wake up and be like, oh no, that last scene didn't actually happen. We pulled a a sneaky on you like they do so often in horror movies, but they never did. They just kept going and going and going.
2: And definitely for the main character, like, I I kind of felt for her, I like, um, she's just like for the, you could see, like then they and it does a really good job of this is of seeing like she's tried her best to be the good person. Like she is a good person at her heart, and it's just essentially everybody telling in her hearing, like um, telling her like you can't be that, you can't make it, or you can't be successful if you're the person that you are. So you know, she and especially at the beginning with her introduction of her like going through like linguist kind of like um tapes and stuff to try to have her lose her southern accent and and, and stuff like that and it's like kind of like it's sad to see yeah like this woman having to transform herself into like the thing that she doesn't want to be and because of that that's what causes this curse to happen. And by the sounds of, especially with the the opening of of it, kind of like being a flashback. By the sounds of it, gypsies are just assholes, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> like they are looking to curse people. That um, I was gonna say, like I, I kind of
1: want to be like, this movie's kind of racist against gypsy. Like, well, I just say gypsy, Romani because like they, gypsy isn't really exactly yeah. a great term. Like a lot oh, of yeah, people Romani. don't like that yeah. term. Um, but I'd be, I'm not yeah, gonna like anybody, true. but like. Yeah, it's well, it's real. Ramani, it's like
2: pretty racist yeah.
1: the way they portray like a, that kind of people. Yeah,
2: like Romani's are okay. They're, they're you know, but there are elements of like shadiness to them. Um, well, I don't
1: know. I, I don't want to. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I, but, don't, don't throw any group, ethnic no, group under the I bus know. here. It's
2: it's it's like a, a, don't say a group is shady.
1: Like, come on. I I mean, I gotta I gotta I gotta push back against that a little bit.
2: They're shady in the way, like they, that. They sneak. That's into the way they the get the portrayed. They, sn- I, my sister accidentally. I told her not to, but she accidentally. Okay, but that, you're the, saying uh, okay,
1: but you can't Romanius. like <laughs> blame an entire group of people because something happened. Oh no! Like that's what I'm no, saying. That's I'm the way not- they get portrayed, and no. that's why
2: I- it's a stereotype. It's like saying you know, like us Mexicans like beans, which you know, kind of thing of like, or or you know, like a uh uh or we're drunks or whatever. I don't know. I mean,
1: that's um, the thing. That's like, I don't, yeah, I, I think there is a lot of narr- negative stereotypes get, that get portrayed in this movie. And, you know, I don't think that they're accurate, you know?
2: No, I'm not saying that they're <laughs> accurate. I'm just saying I know, they're... Uh... I, know,
0: I, I know what Ariel's trying to get at. It's kind of like... Uh, kind of how, like, in The Evil Dead, um what, which is apparently another underrated movie nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, right. <laughs> but in The Evil Dead, I think they in the beginning, you know, when, like, they find the the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon ex mortis, and they're just kind of like, oh, this it's a Sumerian book, and, like, these people went out of their way and, like, ripped people apart and use their skin for paper and to bind the book. Like, that kind of sense? Like, when you uh-huh. watch old, like, Universal Monster movies?
1: Yeah, yeah, but you know, the, know what, the difference is the Sumerians aren't around anymore. Oh, no, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I completely understand. Uh, we're, I'm, we're not trying to throw anybody under the bus. Yeah. It's just kind of like that, like, like, in the beginning of the film, there's this scene, that the cold open, where there's, like, that Mexican kid, which is kind of another stereotypical thing, but even then, mm-hmm. it's kind of, like, it is something that's heard of, where, like, you know, th- this Mexican family goes to, like, a, a bruja, essentially, like, a, like a, a witch, to be like, hey, I need you to, like, exercise my child, he fucked around with something he shouldn't have, and that's a big fucking thing, like, I, I've had that in my experience in life, where I had, like, a uh, well, I'm going to tell a little scary story real fast for everybody. Where my parents were like, "Hey, don't fuck around with like spiritual shit like that. Don't mess around with it." And I bought we don't
2: a Ouija mess
0: board. with. Uh, yep, we don't exactly. do that, Alan. Exactly. We don't. No, no, no. Wait. I I didn't mess with it. This is the scariest part. So like, I I bought a Ouija board originally. What I was going to do, it was like a fucking Hasbro like glow in the dark one. I was going to use it as a decoration. I was going to put it up on my wall because it glows in the dark. And hide the uh the little glass thing that you move it with. Like I wanted to keep them separated. And I only opened it to look at it. That was it. And then I put it back. I told all my friends, hey, don't fuck around with it, leave it alone. I hid that shit from everybody. And finally, my mom one time found it. And she got really upset about it. She's like, I fucking told you to hide that, like, don't buy shit like that. Don't mess with shit like that. And that's like a big Mexican thing where they're like, you don't fuck around with the Ouija board. You don't fuck around with like summoning spirits, nothing like that. Just like how the kid did. And just to kind of uh, end the story a little bit, I, I worked graveyard shift and uh, I, I got home from I got home from work one morning. And for some reason, some weird reason, I knew my mom was still upset about the Ouija board. So I went directly to the trash can in the backyard. And I of course, I found the Ouija board right next to the trash can. And I told my mom, hey, what the fuck? Like, don't throw it away. Like, I paid 20 bucks for it. Like, I want to use it as a decoration. It's not, I'm not playing with it. And, she, and, and uh, uh, she goes, oh, my fucking God, dude, that is the third time I've had to put that fucking thing in the trash. And I go, wait, what do you mean third time? And she goes, well, this morning, I took it out of your room and I left it in the kitchen. And I went back into your room to put uh, your clothes away. It was back in the fucking room on the bed. And then she's like, then I threw it outside onto a table and I left it there. I came back inside. The Ouija board was back on your bed. And then she's like, this is the third time I've seen that Ouija board on your bed. And I was like, I just got home from work. And she's like, exactly. Throw that fucking thing away. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, so you're saying that the Ouija board has moved. And she's like, yes, it has moved three times and something possessed you. She's like, how did you know I was throwing it out? How did you know I was throwing it out? And I was like, I just had a feeling i just went outside and and i knew you were gonna throw it out and she's like exactly how the fuck do you think that happened the ouija board called you and it was the scariest fucking thing ever especially because she was so scared and so shocked and then finally like i think my dad was leaving for work because i just got you know i was coming home from a night shift and he's going to his thing and he goes just fucking throw it away dude like just (laughs) throw it away don't fuck with it but the whole moral of the story is that's where, like, the stereotypes kind of come, where, like, Mexicans don't fuck around with Ouija boards. And after that, I learned my lesson, and I never fucked around with shit like that ever again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's what Ariel's trying to get at in the sense of, like, you know, like, you watch, like, old movies, like Universal Monster movies. They used to do shit like that, too, where they're, like, in Transylvania, there's vampires, and, like, there's gypsies, and gypsies will put a curse on you because, like, that's what they do. But, but I get not that. I get that's what she's
1: part. getting at. But... I like
2: chocolate. I like Chuck a lot, but that's yeah, the I only know. way
1: that like gypsies get portrayed in movies is as these no, old watch negative stereotypes. Chuck you got
2: okay, giant giant,
1: except there's okay. There might be some exceptions, no, they but they're very I
2: mean, they're very beautiful people.
1: Okay, yeah, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying is that they're portrayed in this kind of like throwback way that is a throwback to kind of like old racist like things, you know? Like oh yeah, those,
2: well I mean, and well, I've not you know I've
1: like yeah, it's it's it is. I think in a 2021 lens, I, I'm like, this, I'm not trying to say like it's like worthless and like if you, you know, anybody who likes oh, yeah, this is I, I like totally
0: racist it. it is a little it, backwards. Like, even when I was yeah. watching it again, I was like, yeah, this is kind of backwards because you're very mm-hmm. like, you know, using a stereotype
2: mm-hmm.
0: to kind of like get the, the MacGuffin kind of going. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just, even then, I think like 2009. Maybe some people were bothered by it, but at the same time, the people were just like, well, you know, at, like, th- I don't know what other possible way they could have used a curse. I mean,
1: you already, already did the Necronomicon.
0: on. You could and
1: just have a curse. It doesn't have to be like, oh, like, I will get you. Oh, like, I'm like, like, they don't have to, like, it could have just been like an old lady. It doesn't, they don't have to, like, specifically, like, make it like a racial thing, you know?
0: No, totally. And 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 my little quick argument is is like in uh, Paranormal Activity 2, um, and, and, it, and it's pretty hilarious, but I, I thought, but the thing is, I, I was like, yes, of course, is that I can, you know, Paranormal Activity 2 has like the same kind of thing. It's kind of like a prequel sequel to the first one. And there's a Mexican maid who my mom was. She was a maid way back in the day and she wasn't like spiritual or anything like that, but in that movie there's a whole thing where they're just like oh my god like she's blessing the house because all this haunted shit started going on and then the 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 dad fires her and then they end up bringing her back because they're just like who's the expert old mexican maid who's spiritual so i think that that's kind of my kind of counter argument i'm not trying to say like it's racist or anything or like they're trying to push an agenda i think they're just trying to get like
1: no, they're not pushing yes, an agenda. I think they're just but, playing into these stereotypes. And I think yeah, that they're, they're the difference the is that, like, yeah. that there, it's that with like all the stuff you were just mentioning. Those aren't like really negative stereotypes. It's not like you're saying when you know the Mexican maid is coming through. Like those are stereotypes, and like that's a whole thing too. But like, it's mm-hmm. not uh, like where it's like every time you see, it's not like a Mexican maid is this trope that comes in and is like this evil character, and that's the only way that Mexicans oh, ever get really. portrayed is like an evil character, which is basically the only way that gypsies get portrayed as kind of this evil evil mystical kind of figure. Um and you know, this I, I think first... that's just something that needs to be yeah. addressed. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, this is the first oh. time that I've seen it like this. Like a of like evil, a gypsy. Um
0: mm-hmm.
2: but but no I do get what you're saying. Like definitely like you know, people are people. Um
1: so why should it be <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so no, I just wanted,
1: I just wanted to address it, you know.
2: Oh yeah, totally. Like, yeah, yeah. Totally that it. part, I mean, that part, that funeral seemed hopping. I mean, <laughs> I would have, I would have, I wouldn't mind it. Like, I mean, you know, gypsies, gypsies could anybody, but gypsies in general could could party. You know? Uh, oh yeah, I mean, they yeah. they,
0: they, they didn't Watch- get like, some of the things wrong either. Like, have you guys yeah. ever heard of um, go go burdello?
2: Blinders. They show they show that's
0: an awesome those those are some awesome gypsies right there. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever uh ever heard of go Gogo Bordello? Uh-uh.
2: Uh yeah,
1: yeah it's a, like yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's a a gypsy like punk band, and
1: yeah,
0: you know, they have this song called um Start Wearing Purple, which anybody out there go listen to it right now. It's the funnest fucking gypsy punk song you'll ever hear. It's just so good. And like even the music video kind of is exactly how like that scene was in the funeral people are partying they're having a good time they're just drinking it up like yeah there was a death or whatever and but they're like hey we're gonna still have a good time because we we love life and we care about it and this person appreciated kind of thing and they actually have another song called uh, american wedding where it makes fun of like american weddings where they're like dude this shit sucks ass what? like american weddings are fucking garbage like they need a party like gypsies where we're like we have a good time where's the vodka where's all the food where's like the dj who's playing like the bangers kind of thing like we're here to party kind of thing and i think this movie wasn't trying to specifically go at them like that but there were some aspects where they were like you know hey this is probably something that they might relate to i can't personally say i'm not gonna jump into that but i feel like maybe that was what they were trying to do was trying to be like hey this is a possibility this is what has been heard of that can happen, but they also portrayed them in a, in a lighter light as well with the funeral as well to be like, Hey, they're not all bad. They're all here. They're all having a good time. Just like with the Mexicans in the beginning of the movie where they're like, Hey, we're going to go see like a witch or a bruja to be like cure our kid. Because I actually was in that position as well, where growing up I had a lot of really bad nightmares and my mom, Did you have a demon. Me. I didn't have a demon. I don't know. Well, my mom actually took me to like a brujo. And, yeah. like, he did the whole egg thing and all that, like, put the egg around my head, and then he cracked it, and there's supposed to be black in it. There wasn't any black in it, but it was, like, this really scary fucking mirror that looked like it came out of hell itself. <laughs> and, like, he was doing all this stuff around me, and he was just like, there, you should be cured of nightmares and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, but that's, like, shit that, like, I, I think they were just trying to portray those types of things on film because when I first saw this movie, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like that's, that's something we do like Mexicans do. But I think obviously the cursing, like you said, the cursing is kind of like in the negative light, but I think also maybe there are people who might be like, I can see where that comes from kind of thing. Like, Oh, you know, where that aspect is just like with voodoo, like when they show voodoo in other movies they are like, Oh, somebody's like goes to New Orleans. And they go to some voodoo guy, like a, a witch doctor, and they're like, I want you to curse this person. And da-da-da-da. Kind of in that aspect, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely like voodoo, all like very Hollywoodized and very much kind of drawing on like, you know, the lore of like old Hollywood and all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, yeah, like I, I get where it's coming from. I just think that um, it's just something that I, I had to, I, I just wanted to bring up because... It is, it's, you know, a little bit like, okay, I don't know if this age is super well in this aspect, um, but, you know, and there, there are, there are, there, like you said, there's the stuff with Mexican, there's like some stuff where they bring in like, um, like spirituality with like uh, Indian people and stuff like that. And they have um, the guy who's like clearly based on Ram Das in there. Um, so they did, I, I think that they brought in a lot of different aspects from a lot of different cultures. Um, and then maybe they could have handled some better. Maybe they handled some worse. Um, but definitely, um, it was it was very much like this is kind of a throwback to like kind of the old Hollywood horror, for the better or worse in that aspect.
0: Exactly. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to like defeat your point or anything. Or I'm yeah. just trying to say like I understand both of you guys' points of views. Where, I mean, like you said, it, it's an old stereotypical kind of Hollywood thing, and and like I, don't I think- just. Yeah.
2: I just said that the old woman like was looking to curse.
0: Like, character-wise, that old woman is a bitch. Yeah, a yeah, that's She's what I was.
2: Horrible. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. I was just trying to say that the old woman was looking to curse, and it sounds like from the the Mexican kid that old that person was trying to curse too. Like they did not <laughs> care.
0: Yeah, she you know? was a bitch. I feel like that's what they're trying yeah. to get at as well. I think they were trying to be like, yo, because when I when I was re-watching it, I was just like, who the fuck curses a kid? Right. Like she just I feel like she just had this ability and she was like, I'm gonna fucking take full advantage of this shit. She's like, I'm not gonna get it. Like, like, like it's just how Justin Long's character says he's like, dude, she didn't pay her fucking bills, didn't pay her loan twice, and she wants another loan. Like that's what happens in life. You have to you have to realize like it's not fair. You can't just be like, "Fuck that!" I'm gonna get everything for free kind of thing. And like, but the thing is, she, she's just such a bitch. Where she's like, "Okay, you know what, dude? I'm gonna curse this motherfucker. I'm gonna stalk her in her car, hang out in the back of her car just to steal a button." Like, she's fucking crazy. It's like, in the end of the at the end of the day.
2: Yeah, and I mean, especially, like, she's trying, she tries to, like, give her alternatives of, like, you know, I'm sorry for this, but can you hang out with, like, can you, you know, stay with family? Can you stay with this? Like, I think, like, if she not start, she probably would have, like, like. Eventually, gotten to the point of like, I will pay where to somewhere for you to go, kind of thing. Like, this woman, this that's the thing that's kind of was so sad is that this girl was so like innocent innocent until like essentially you see life corrupting her, you know? Like, I mean, you just kind of like sadly see this kind of thing happen, and and um, I wasn't expecting that. I thought I. I I know the how it ended um starting when I was watching it but I didn't know how exactly like it started I thought that that the main character was bitchy to her and stuff like that and like so she kind of deserved it so like watching it now and it's kind of like she just like made a mistake on on in like she it wasn't even like a mistake it was just kind of like she felt like she had to do it maybe she could have like and i hate that the the her bot i just hate every like i don't oh, I hated hate everybody that.
1: in this movie yeah, except for her everybody and around long. her
2: Legit, so yeah. even even Justin long i well no he was okay but i feel like for me i feel like she he should have shut da- shut his mom down like at the beginning when he was on oh, the phone yeah. with her like yeah. just hang up that fucking phone call you know you know um and yeah, it's just so sad. Except you, like, I it...
1: her when she killed a fucking cat, I was like, "How I dare know. you?" Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck that, fuck that. No, yeah, I was like, "I'm thing... not on your side anymore."
2: Yeah, but then even then, it's like life, like it's just, it's a continuing showing of like just life, like corrupting this yeah. girl, you know, this and stuff like that, and just like,
0: uh, it just. I don't think sucked. it's even life corrupting. It's just like. It's someone fending for their life. And I think that's one of my big favorite things about this movie is that it's not, like, necessarily pessimistic. It's just kind of, like, it it just it can happen to you, essentially. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's always been a thing where it's, like, like, she wasn't going out of her way to be, like, a, a horrible person. Like, mm-hmm. she was just, like, it's literally the epitome of, like, wrong place, wrong time, and yeah. just wrong decision. But she didn't know that.
2: Mm-hmm yeah yeah
1: you know what, how i thought it was going to end is i was convinced that it was going to end with because you know she has she kills the cat right and then when they're doing all the stuff with like the spirit jumping into different bodies i thought she was going to go real dark and she was going to have to kill justin long at the end i thought uh, that the demon was going to uh, jump in Dustin just long and she was going to kill like she was gonna be like oh just like she's like well i killed the cat this poor defenseless thing Justin Long is basically a human, poor, defenseless thing cat right now. I thought she was gonna like stab him with a machete or something, and I was really surprised that's the way it didn't go at the end.
2: Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, so for the ending, um,
1: I do love the ending. Essentially, though. I will yeah. Say that.
2: It's did they like? Ending. Did they essentially like the spirit got tricked itself because she should have died? It died like a couple of days before the end, right?
0: Like, no, she was supposed to die at midnight, but, like, or they said that her, like, time is up at midnight. Yeah, and And
2: then she did the ritual with with what she thought was the button by giving mm -hmm. it to, back to her. And is it just that, like, because she lost it, it was no longer hers? And then it wasn't hers until Justin Long gave it back to her?
0: No, I honestly think it's just how, like, um... the the fortune teller said he's like there's no guarantee and Mm. I just think like the demon like it's what I really like is that they're
1: more guidelines than rules
0: yeah like that too but in the sense that they're they're like dude it's a fucking demon like that's what I love about this movie is that this spirit or this demon just doesn't give a fuck it's like dude (laughs) you fucked up you got cursed I mean she didn't Mm -hmm. fuck up like in a bad way like she didn't was trying to harm her but she's like dude you got fucked and that's how it's going to be like how like like when i was telling my girlfriend when we were rewatching it i was like one of the things i don't like nowadays with certain movies that deal with like hell or faustian kind of deals that there's always this sense that like hell or the devil is going to be very like lenient on shit where like you know there's sabrina uh you know the the, the chilling adventures of sabrina Beth. where where you know it was a great you know show at at the start but like later on the Satan stuff and like hell, just becomes very like they can it's walk in another hell. room. Yeah, it's just another room. It's not a big deal. Like mm. they're just kind of like there's a fucking like high school party going on at one point in one of the in the fourth season where like Sabrina's just having a great time in hell and not giving a shit. And I'm like, how did you make hell like this? Because there's a what? wedding
2: in hell. Yeah, there's a wedding. Like there's my, a nice wedding in hell.
0: When I think about hell, I think of like no mercy. Like, it's just like in Dante's Inferno with like the fucking entrance where it says, like, um, abandon all hope you who enter. Like, yeah, what the fuck do you expect? You're going to hell. There's nothing good there. Like, yeah. like, there's just nothing like about hell that's going to be like, oh, I'm going to be able to like run away or have a break or something. Like, like, there's even a comic book where Godzilla goes to hell and like <laughs> fucking. Like even Godzilla himself sees like a giant, towering fucking sign that's bigger than him that says that as well. And I'm like, yeah, how the fuck? Like, why do you think anybody's easily escapable, other than Dante somehow? Like, you know, well, he wasn't technically dead. Like, he was kind of more of just like a. It was like a vision
1: woman. that he saw. He wasn't actually there. It's a the whole thing. Yeah, like Virgil and Virgil the poet and all that
0: shit. Yeah, but I'm just kind of like, what? Why does anybody think like you're gonna get away with get away from hell? Like, hell's mm-hmm. just straight up, like, dude, you're fucked, man. Like, what? You think I'm going to be lenient? I-, I honestly think that the demon was just watching, like, her do the whole thing in the graveyard and just kind of chilling, just knowing itself that it's like, you didn't get the button, but this is a pretty good show. I'm going to wait till the what? morning. I'm just going to grab no, you by the you. balls. <laughs> exactly. Like, literally, she, she like, hey, you know what? Uh, Allison Loman's character. Hey, man, you got that assistant manager job. You got it. Justin Long, hey, babe, I love you. I'm going to propose to you, and we're going to go on this great little like, st- like vacation over the weekend, and I'm going to buy myself a nice blue coat, and I'm just like, dude, yeah, that demon's hanging back. Like, wait, just wait. Let me edge myself a little bit. This is going to be fucking great. And then Justin Long's like, oh, hey, babe, here's your button. And then it's like, fuck. And that demon's like, showtime. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm like, why do you, wh- what makes you think, like, you're, you're going to skip? Maybe, like, if it Panned out well, like, you know, she did give it back And all that stuff You know, there wasn't the mix-up with the envelopes But I'm like It's hell, dude, what, what the fuck Why do you expect it to be so, like, lenient? That's just my mm-hmm. little Thing, but, sorry, go ahead No, no oh, yeah hijacked
2: it. Yeah, it's just like Why did <sighs> There was so, so much, like I don't know if it's because he, w- he wouldn't have Believed her and stuff like that with the button But, like, still, like one thing you keep an eye and grip on that shit, you know like (laughs) you should have you should have like tried to oh well she was going to try and give it to somebody i guess like right away but i mean like you keep an eye and grip on that you don't let it leave your sight it especially when there's like papers on the floor but then also like you tell justin long like what's going on what you have to do what maybe not the specifics of like essentially condemning because at that point she thought she was gonna have to condemn something but but like saying like i have to give this like or i have to hold this and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. she's just like it, it like it, like it's just adding more to the wrong place wrong time kind of deal
1: yeah, yeah. uh for me i think i i did like the movie um you know, uh, I mean, I know I was kind of like saying stuff before, but I, I do like the movie and I don't I don't I don't think it's like horrible or anything. Um, I, I really for me, it was a little rough at the beginning. I think the first two thirds were a little hard for me um, because it just felt like cringe comedy at some points, like when she's getting a bloody nose and stuff. I was like watching like yeah. Scott's Tots or something like I was just like I can't and like the, all the, the cringy family dinner. I was just like, this is this is like bad. Like, I can't. Not like it's badly written or anything, but I'm like, this is just hard to watch. But then the last third of the movie, like the last 30 or so minutes, when it goes full on just like Sam, Rammy, like camp horror fest, and there's like a demon goat, and like people are flying off the walls and stuff, I was like, good, this is what I signed up for. I, I kind of wish the movie had just been kind of all that, like Evil Dead 2 is just like all that madness, and it had did none of the weird family drama stuff, like the, you know, the bank teller, like I didn't need to see any of that, honestly. I loved the ending like the like the ending totally saved this movie for me I thought it was the last 30 minutes are just so like there's not a like that it's incredible the third act I was all in just because it it was that fun camp horror that I've been wanting and just you know it gives you that fake happy ending and then it fulfills the title of the movie she gets dragged literally to hell and I just I love that kind of like Because I was like, okay, well, the movie's not just gonna end on this happy note. There's gonna be something. I didn't know what it was gonna be. I thought it might be just like, oh, like there's gonna be like a little, you know, thing like somebody's, there's gonna be like, it's gonna go to somebody else and it's gonna be like, okay, here we go. But just like bad things are happening. And usually I'm not like a fan of just like, oh, things are getting worse and worse. But like in this, it's like done in such kind of like a comical, over the top way where it is playing into that like horror element. I, that I did enjoy like that last part where it was like, it's like, Oh yeah, she's dead. We defeated her. It's like, Oh no, she's just, the, the demon just got her. And now we're kind of screwed. And like, I'm going to be your accomplice here in like condemning some poor soul. And you know, you, you were on her side and you just feel for her, but you're still kind of like, yeah, that sucks. That just happened to you. But it was so cool that I kind of don't even care.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I'm glad, I'm glad you dug it. Cause like, I, I will say it's just typical Sam Raimi kind of like, Fair, i guess um i, I just dug the, the the whole movie i think it's a, like one of the best scripts I, i've like seen just because like just there isn't really anything like kind of missing there like everything just kind of fits in its manner like yeah you have to have the like kind of the boring loan officer stuff and again this is this movie came out in 2009 where i feel like the mid to late 2000s was this weird era of hollywood being like let's produce horror but let's just be PG thirteen. Like let's not get <laughs> R rated movie. I was now.
2: just about to say like Skeleton Key is kind of like the Skeleton Key is kind of like a similar vein of of like of this. You know, I don't know if you've seen the Skeleton Key, uh-uh. but it's kind of like.
0: I don't think
2: so. Yeah, it's like just that similar vein of of it's it's not as good, but um, of that twist. There's like that twist at the end. Like you think it, there's hope, but then it's twist. But yeah, like a PG thirteen where it's. It's, like, not completely dark, but it's kind of dark, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And I and it's kind of refreshing. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I love gore. I'm a gore hound. But it was kind of refreshing to see a scary movie where, like, especially at the time, because I, I mean, my friends were really, really big into horror, uh, you know, like, high school friends and stuff. So we were like, let's watch every horror movie we can. And, we, you know, we'd go see, like, the PG-13 ones where it was, like, The Grudge or something like that. And it was like always like haunted or like aliens and you know, they they always relied heavily on jump scares where this one kind of just didn't give a fuck about the jump scares. It's like, you're going to deal with them and you're going to like it and you're going to get gross the fuck out. So like, I love that Sam Raimi kind of took the advantage of like, okay, I can't, I'm pretty sure like the studio was like nothing gory, nothing evil dead two nothing evil. Dead one can't go that route. And he's like, all right, well, let me make it fucking disgusting. Or hmm. it like pushes that PG 13 rating where you're just like, it's not gore. It's fucking gross, but it's not gore. And I feel like out of the whole PG 13 kind of horror era, it's definitely like top tier. Like it, it defeats all of them. It also in the horror comedy aspect as well, because for me, I, I had a blast when I saw it in theaters. I was like scared out of my mind because the scene where she's at home alone, it's broad daylight, the shadows and everything's shaking, and like the the, the demon is just like that like hitting everything. I was like, oh my fucking god, this is so fun. Like it, it felt like I was at like a haunted uh like like Halloween haunts or something, or like mm-hmm. Universal Studios Halloween horror nights. you're just like, oh my god, like I'm scared, but this is so fun. And that's also disgusting, but it's great. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I felt like that's what I really dug about the movie. Like it's a strong script and gross out. And, and also, it's very Army of Darkness with, like, like you guys said, like, there's the anvil, and then she gets, like, fucking thrown through a closet. She gets hit, she gets thrown like, hits her countertop and then get, knocks herself out or something. Uh, At the like,
2: beginning, the teeth. She the, gets launched into the dashboard and then onto her teeth. Oh, her my teeth God, pop. yeah.
0: Like, like yeah. all that stuff is very Sam Raimi, like. Um I, I that's know, all the cool. stuff that I
1: loved, you know. Like whenever mm-hmm. that would come up, I was like, Okay, yes, give me more of this. And then when it's amped up so much at the end, then I was like, Okay, this is what I this is what I came for. This is what I you know, this is what I am watching this movie for is all that just like it's because it felt like Sam Raimi he he didn't get to do any of that when he made his Spider-Man trilogy and he just made this directly after that. And he was like, Okay, here we go. I've been waiting to do this for like a decade or whatever, it's back, we're doing it all now. He
0: did kind of do it in spider-man 2 uh and this it was a little bit
1: like jump score with like the the claws and stuff the
0: the, the claws like the scene where doc uh, he's in the hospital and the the surgeons are trying to take off the claw uh the 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 tentacles Mm -hmm. it's very evil dead where it's like it's the perspective of the the claws and like they're going when it's first person and like they're like going all over the place and all that stuff like like that was very sam raimi but you could Mm -hmm. tell he was like I can only do a little tidbit, just a little tidbit, you know, just a bit, but he's like, I gotta get my, my thing going. And, and I love that in this one, he got to do it a little bit as well.
2: I wonder what, is, what we're gonna see in um, uh, um, Multiverse, Multiverse Madness. Madness. Yeah. There that could be. I wouldn't be surprised if there was kind of like that weird gore, you know, especially mm-hmm. if they're going through, I mean, like, the first Doctor Strange had that weird-ass, like, scene with all the hands, the dimension with all the hands coming up. That, that oh, felt that very great. Raimi-ish, mm. like with hands kind of thing. Yeah. You know. But yeah.
0: Um Easter egg for everybody out there listening, uh the Oldsmobile uh, is in is in the movie. The Oldsmobile from Evil Dead. Um oh, nice. Ash's car, Ashley J. Williams' car is in, is in the movie. It's the it's um the gypsy's car. And oh. it also appears in the Spider Man movies as well. Uncle mm. Ben drives the car. Huh. Mm so he that's kind of his little uh you know how like directors have their little flair kind of thing like they hide something in the back like hitchcock would cameo in all his movies mm-hmm. sam raimi just puts his car in the, in yeah. the which i was like that's yeah. cool man it's really cool to see the, the old, like it, it also makes it feel like maybe this movie kind of exists in the evil dead realm in a <laughs> weird way
1: it could yeah. it honestly could yeah. i feel like
2: yeah there's one thing that i um she was an extra, and I thought like, oh, is this she's gonna be come out as a, as a like a supporting character and stuff? But Octavia Spencer is like one of the extras in like one of the bank um, employees. I don't know, Octavia Spencer from from The Help and a bunch of different like she's now um, you know she won really? an Oscar. Really? Yeah, she's just randomly there. I'm like, oh, is she gonna like? Have a, a cameo here and something. This was before like she got big because yeah, it's like twenty, two thousand and nine. Mm. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Tavia Spencer, who? Well, oh, actually, let me look it up the from meantime. the
2: help. Uh, not not the main um, maid from the help, but the other one, her friend, uh, Ma. That that speaking of oh, movies, Ma. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah there yeah. you go, Ma. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's cool. Where, what scene was she in? I, I didn't even. She, see I think
2: it. it was the. It was either when the when the old woman gets kicked out, or it was the nose blood scene. She's one of the bank um, employees. Oh.
0: Okay, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of hard to pay attention to the extras because just the blood squirting out, and I was just like, Yeah, yeah look at that. you kind of distracted yeah. a little bit yeah. in that scene. <laughs>
1: So one thing I wanted to bring up is and we kind of touched on it for a second was all the like stuff with like mouths and eating and stuff, because one of the few things I knew yeah. about this movie going in was that people think it's like a metaphor for eating disorders and like bulimia and stuff, because it has her being like, like she's, cause she was like when she was like, um, she had, was a lot heavier and so, like, she'd lost all that weight. And it's like, people like have all this stuff about throwing up and people are like, and like all the trauma around like the, the old lady is all about, like, like eating and stuff, like, and her, like, eating her, and then, like, her vomiting on her and stuff like that, so people think, like, this is kind of, like, a metaphor for, like, eating disorders, and mm-hmm. that was one of the few things I know. I don't know if you guys had ever heard that theory before.
0: I've never heard that theory, but that's kind of cool, though. I, I think that's kind of interesting. I kind of always liked, like, movies having, like, that double meaning,
2: mm-hmm. Or
0: for me, this one, it was just, like, I, I always thought of it as, like, wrong place, wrong time, mm-hmm. just kind of, like, I get like I said earlier, the the whole like thing about like the Mexican thing, spiritualism, where I was just like, don't Mm -hmm. fuck around with things you're not supposed to spiritual wise.
2: Yeah, I don't think the whole movie was about an eating disorder, but I think that that was the that might have been like the tactic that of of the um, demon for that reason. I would see that like especially like so
1: you think like the demon was like she had an eating disorder and the demon was playing on that.
2: I think she had, a, she, she yeah, like, essentially she was scared of getting fat again. I don't know if she mm-hmm. had bulimia or anything like that, but, like, especially at the beginning, you see her passing by, like, a bakery. Yeah, she looks at the
1: food, like, she's, like, kind of stops and right, stares at the food
2: and... And then says no. Yeah, kind of yeah. thing. So I, I could see that, that essentially, like, the, the, the demon kind of like used that as, like, in a twisted way, you know, forcing forcing all these different random things like into her mouth um if there was a disorder it would probably be um bulimia especially with the hand going inside her mouth Mm -hmm. i would see that but um yeah but but definitely like i now looking at that 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 could definitely be a reason why there was so much of it and why that was like the the go-to thing for the demon not for her
1: Cause I noticed a lot of it, cause I knew that theory going in. So I like every time that would come up, up like, there it is again.
2: No, yeah, it happened almost like at every interaction with her. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? and like this stuff about like the food, like the food turning into like having like the worms and stuff like that, and her like being like, oh, I can't eat this like food, and it's like cake and stuff like that, and just mm-hmm. all that stuff was just very, very interesting. I thought
0: mm. that is pretty interesting, and I and I, and I could totally see that. Uh, being a thing because when i was uh, h- hilariously enough when this movie came out i was dieting really really fucking hard i was really overweight and i'm back at it again so don't worry about it how <laughs> I like... <laughs> back then anyways and i was on a very very strict like low carb diet and oh man I-, I i i've been in that position where you know you you, you pass by like like l- low carb diet for anybody knows Essentially, just you can only eat like chicken, meat, fish, vegetables. That's it. No bread, no chips, no soda, nothing like just water, protein, and green. That's it. Um, and and it's fucking hard, man. It's rough. It's really tough. It's really like messes with your mental frame a lot. Like, because you know, you go out with friends, and and yeah, at first, it doesn't sound bad because you're like, oh, I can eat chicken and and vegetables. That's not bad. But you crave bread. Like, for me, I craved bread. Like, in the movie, she was <laughs> craving, like, sweets. Which is a big thing. Everybody's like, oh, I want sweets. You know, they're just fucking loaded up with carbs. Especially, you know, with uh, desserts and all that stuff. But for me, I was like, dude, I want bread. Like, there was times where I would, um, you know, I, I would get pieces of bread. I would chew on them. And then I'd spit them out. Because I just wanted that, like. I just I just needed it real fast, like that quick, like, mm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I could totally see that. I could totally see that kind of being a thing because I, I think the irony of it is that, like, you're trying to stay away from that. And then especially after I got off the diet, I, I started dating somebody, and I kind of started getting a little loosened up because she's like, come on, let's go have dinner. Let's not worry about a diet kind of thing. You still have that in the back of your mind. You still have that kind of sense of, like, oh my God, look, there's this gorgeous, like, I love pumpkin spice. So it's like, look at this pumpkin spice cake. And I'm just like, I don't know. Should I eat it though? Like, I don't know. And you're kind of mm-hmm. thinking about it. And I think the biggest irony with this movie is that she's like staying away from food. She's like, I don't want any ice cream or I don't want any desserts or anything. And then it's just it's, like everything just flies into her mouth. Fucking maggots, like embalming fluid, mud just everything under the sun. That's just fucking disgusting. And I feel like there's some kind of like funny irony in it where she's like trying to stay away from food and the nastiest shit that nobody would ever (laughs) want to eat. Yeah. Just fucking diving right in. So I think that's, I think that's a, you know what? I I, I like that theory. I'm not going to lie. I really dig it. I think that's pretty interesting, Mm -hmm. especially from someone who I can, I can kind of relate to her being like, yeah, I lost a lot of weight now I'm back. I don't give a shit, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah, anyways, Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I mean, I get it, though, because like I definitely you guys know that I lost a lot of weight the the past like year or two, you know, because then the big part of that was like staying away from sweets. So I get that where I like I'll see sweets and I'm like, oh, man, I just want to I was like, oh, I just want to eat some a bunch of Oreos right now. But it's like, you know what? Everything in moderation.
2: Mm.
0: Very mm. true. I, I really believe in that now. Like, I mean, especially that for me, hilariously enough, I didn't care for treats. Like I, I really wasn't like a treats kind of guy. For me, I was just like, Mm. I love carbs like pasta and bread. So that was the hard part for me. Like, cause I love burgers and I just love junk Mm. food. So for burgers, it's like, well, you can have a low carb burger. It's just lettuce and meat and cheese. And I'm like, but it's the bread, baby. It's (laughs) the bread. I need those carbs. (laughs) I hope nobody's ever had to deal with that. Like that, that shit sucks. And whoever's <laughs> like out there, you
1: know, I've, I've had those like it. those burgers where it's just, just like lettuce on the on um, the protein style or whatever they call it. I'm like, no, 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 give me that bread. I get it, I get it, man.
0: A plethora of like in and out, like like double doubles protein style, where I'm just like, this is good, but it's not the best. It's, it's yeah, just, yeah. Oh, it's such a tease. But anyway, sorry. We're, yeah. <laughs> this movie has a lot of themes, a lot of like shit yeah. that's bringing it up to me. Especially yeah, no, like, oh yeah, I went through this, I got possessed, I had nightmares, I had this, this, I had a diet.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I do think it's a good part. movie. I think it's a good movie though, and I I know I was like, you know, I don't want to come off like being like, you know, I'm like, oh like this is like like you know, not PC or whatever, like whatever. Like it's 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 a it's a horror movie and I get that. Um mm-hmm. so Yeah, definitely. Just going because it doesn't take itself seriously, so I don't think anybody should take the movie too seriously. Going with you know, like this movie might offend some people for some reasons, but like it is like a lot of fun. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely recommend it. I mean, if you're definitely looking for a Raimi style of of horror movie, this is you know him, you know, and um, and yeah, definitely that classic um b-level horror movie you know kind of
1: thing yeah for sure Mm
0: -hmm. yeah no but i mean i i i love what you i love your guys's input uh, especially the theories and like kind of like what Ariel's saying like you know just you know some people racist stuff like that, are like you know they have their things and and i don't think like in any way like how you're saying derek that they are being pc or anything it just i completely understand and it's just how like you know we all look back at old movies. And we just kind of go, hey, yeah, you know what, back then they were <laughs> able to do stuff like that. Like, wasn't there that, like, Disney movie where it was, like, a documentary where they essentially just killed a bunch of animals? Like, it was, um... Oh,
1: um,
0: well, shut it, down. Like, they, like, jumped off. Like, like, they didn't kill them, but there was, essentially, like, they were doing a documentary. This was, like, the 60s or 70s or something.
2: Well, lemmings
0: the, the, was, drop the off lemmings? clips. Yeah, they drop off Oh, well, I, I don't know. I just I just know that there's a... No, like,
2: Milo uh, notices a movie. It's not a documentary. Yeah, but they did like
1: they did like kill some cats and stuff like that shooting that movie. Oh. Well, it's pretty fucked up. Part, like,
0: in that part, you know, Twilight Zone the movie. There's a whole fucking uh, scene where the helicopter kind of kills one of the stars and a couple of kids, which that's a whole other fucking thing. Go on YouTube and watch the documentary about that. But like Hollywood does, it, it is you know when, whenever certain movies come out. And they have those kind of like scenes or stereotypes or anything like that. It is of its time, where you have to realize that like you're like, you know, I totally get your point of view, Derek, and I totally get Ariel's point of view. As I well. didn't have a point. Oh, no, 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 no,
2: no, no. <laughs> I, free, <I'm laughs> I don't want to be tied no no no,
0: no, no. no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm Was saying it
1: Ariel right. you love Gone with the Wind?
2: No, <laughs> just not, I just can't watch Gone with the Wind.
1: Gone with the Wind. That's a racist movie, and it's boring. So
0: I've never seen it, and I'm glad I've never seen it. It Just sounds yeah. Bad. But no, I've no, always no. been
2: iffy about going on don't, Splash Mountain. Don't watch and be, No, but I'm saying like that's the kind of person oh, yeah. I am. I've always been iffy about like, like, going on Splash Mountain. And like, I know this is like, app, you know, rabbits and stuff like that. But I also know where this comes yeah, no, from. it's
1: good. That's so, why yeah. they're updating it though. So that's good. Yeah, it's I not know. I based know. on a racist cartoon anymore. Yeah. You know,
0: no, I'm not. I'm not trying to say like
1: <laughs> no. no, no.
0: I was trying to say I get everybody's thing, and I'm trying to be like yeah. you know, devil's advocate, pun intended, for everybody kind of thing. But um, no, no, I'm just saying like it's some things are just part of its time and.
2: I literally, right? I think I just said shifty, and I was, that was the thing that I said, which still though, no,
1: careful with yeah. careful.
2: No, it just uh, <laughs> I've, see, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a a I've seen what are they Romani's um, dude, like shift a shifty thing, and that the shifty thing is just getting into a a Disneyland, um, you know, uh, pool without being a guest there. That's the shiftiness that I'm yeah, talking about. <laughs> it's like a, like a
0: magician. Like like somebody who kind of um is really Yes, good anybody
2: with, could like, do like doing shift,
0: that. Ma- like a shifty magician. Where yeah, they, I don't think they, you know what they can <laughs> oh, do that,
1: like oh they were this people. Were- well
2: they, Well yeah, I mean any anybody could do it. I guess it is part of, of uh, it was uh, in the moment. Yeah, it was a little bit of stereotyping of of them, I could see. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for this, um, this intervention of, of my oh, no. just kind of thinking that <laughs> as a, I, I stepped into a stereotype as, as a, as a eight-year-old kid, you know, seeing, a seeing, a you know, some gypsy teenager. Well, well I think it's because, I kid. think
1: it's because of movies like this that those stereotypes perpetuate, you know, like, and I, that's yeah. why I think I got it. I had to point it out and kind of. You know, at least be aware of it. You know, like
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's like I kind of always think of it as like a you know, scream, where at the end of the movie they're just like, yeah, you've seen too way too many fucking horror movies, and they're like, movies well, we don't make psycho killers. Movies make psycho killers more creative, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> movies don't make people like mm-hmm. bad or anything like that. It's just when when things like that get perpetrated, people think of shit like that, where you just go, mm-hmm. yeah, like. That's what you think because it was on screen and, and that's what they're perpetrating. But it's not, I'm not saying the fact that like it makes people go out of their way to be like horrible people or anything or be racist or serial killers, anything like that. It's just, it's part of its time. Like, like, yeah. like there's probably a movie that everybody loves. Like, like, what is it? Isn't it like the sound of music or something that's like super racist as well? No, it's
1: a, it's a Gone with the Wind. Gone with Maybe the it's wind. not what the music, it's, music is too,
0: but yeah. like not well, kind of about like Nazis or some shit?
2: Well, sound music is about Nazis, which you should always be racist about uh, to Nazis, I guess you could <laughs> say. Yeah,
0: well okay. Well fuck <laughs> Nazis. That, that, I've never seen it, so I wouldn't know I was like, I know there's Nazis in there or something like that. Yeah. Well fuck Nazis, you know, be Indiana Jones, punch a Nazi if you ever seen that yes. kind of thing. But yeah, punch a racist, whatever. Be like indie. But Drag what I think the I think
1: the, yeah, I think that what the uh, like uh who's doing it right is like the beginning, for example, of all the Warner Brothers movies, they're like having a little thing that says they have like somebody do kind of an introduction, and be like, "Hey, this mm-hmm. is the; these are what's portrayed in this movie. It's kind of portrays, you know, black slaves as being kind of like happy and obedient and all this stuff, and that's kind of not cool." And they have, like, a little intro. They're not like, we're going to erase this movie, which is what a lot of people will tell you. Oh, they're erasing, you know, Gone with the Wind. No. They're just being like, hey, this exists, and we should talk about it. And, like, we're going to put... Like, they'll have, like, a professor, like, African-American studies or something, or whatever I pertain to at the beginning of the film. Um, Unlike Disney, who is kind of, like, trying to just, like, erase a lot of their past and be like, don't worry, we're never actually racist. Um, I I don't really agree with that at all, in fact. Um, So I think, yeah that conversations like this and the ones that get played before Gone with the Wind and stuff like that are important to kind of just be like, yeah, like, this is the way things are portrayed in media, and we need to kind of discuss them sometimes, I think. And I wasn't Ooh, planning man. to get all this deep into it at all, but <laughs> it just kind of happens. Sometimes.
2: I wasn't planning on, on like, getting <laughs> yeah. jumped on, for saying no, like, no, the no, woman no, was not shifting.
0: I'm not jumping on you. I'm not jumping on you at all, Ariel. I'm not. I promise. I, 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 I wasn't. I was just trying to... I- like I, said, I know you. No,
1: I'm sorry. I'm not trying to jump on you or anybody else. Like, I think. Oh, yeah. I,
2: yeah. I was like, I was just said uh, she's a shifty gypsy woman. <laughs> That's what the movie portrayed.
1: Yeah. I'm
2: not saying it was right.
1: <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, I don't know anything else on the movie.
0: <laughs> anything deeper? Because we've we've gone through you know eating disorders. Um stereotypes uh, not fucking with spiritual shit gross out humor damn so this movie is very underrated apparently because it, it yeah a lot of conversation <laughs> i thought it was a pretty
1: simple things. movie but yeah we got it too. we I got it I, deep stuff.
0: like i said the script is fucking amazing it's, <laughs> it's a good script
1: it's a great you can tell they were everybody involved in this was having fun and one of the reasons yeah. i think it does have kind of an underrated reputation is because I remember when I saw the marketing for this movie, they did not play into like the comedy at all. It just looked like a bad horror movie. Like the trailers made it look just like a cheesy horror movie that didn't look good. Like I specifically remember watching. There's a show I watched called PTI, um, where it's like a sports show, and then like one of the sponsors for the show was like Drag Me to Hell. And like the it like the commercial for Drag Me to Hell came on, and then like it came back on, and the guy who was hosting PTI was just like, "Yeah, that looks good," like really sarcastically, because the trailer looked awful to be honest because it didn't have any of that like fun can't, that? That,
2: mm-hmm. it was that era of like bad 2000 trailers yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and yeah. like and i think that you know they didn't think that comedy horror would sell they just wanted to sh- sell it as just kind of like a a cheap scare type movie um so i think that it it doesn't really get the respect that it deserves as kind of this horror comedy classic mhm mhm
0: no yeah definitely like you guys hit the nail on the head it's just it was the 2000s i feel like the 2000s just kind of was like kind of just said fuck horror kind of in, in a way like their horror was kind of more of like this kind of like how can we market it and make money mm-hmm. like i feel like after like the success of like freddie versus jason but also because of freddie versus jason they're like nobody wants to see slashers anymore it was a cool crossover they're like, now we got to do like ghost stories and, you know, adapt things from Japan and just kind of like, just, just make everything PG-13 so we can make as much profits as we can kind yeah. of thing. And, and there was like a handful of like horror films that came out at the time, you know, like Drag Me to Hell, you know, Devil's Rejects, um, uh, pretty much, you know, like I, th- I liked the grudge movies. I thought they were fine. Uh, but but you know what though the 2000s I still feel like it was a very much a decade where they were just trying to profit as much as they could on horror films. Like it wasn't until the late 2000s with uh, Paranormal Activity where like horror was kind of finally getting back into its kind of thing. Because like as much as people hate the series, um, it did kind of open up a lot of avenues where people were just respecting horror again, where they're just like activity just blew the fucking roof off uh the theaters and people were loving it you know but but sadly yeah the 2000s was like what can we adapt what can we remake what can we make a sequel out of like you know halloween resurrection um you know another fucking screen movie like all these things that they're like what what can we do to just make movie uh, make money you know Texas chainsaw massacre hills have eyes like that that was the era of like Let's make, remake everything.
1: And that so might be why it, I didn't like sl- horror movies for so long. Because so long, I feel like the 90s were just kind of like not great slashers. Like you're getting into like the four or five and sixes of a lot of slasher movies. And then the like 2000s are like what you're saying is just kind of all these like, you know, these real knockoff slash, you know, just cheap versions of movies that are popular in Japan or sequels or whatever. And I think that's why it took me a while to come around to horror films is because they were it wasn't a great era for them when I was kind of growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, yeah, really yeah. glad we live in this era now with, like, the A24s and the, you know, the Neon and all this stuff, you know?
0: No, yeah, same here. Like, I'm i I'm loving it. I'm so super happy about it. Like, I love, you know, like, even if nowadays, like, they're trying to remake some stuff, but they're, like, they want to give them love. Like, they're, like, we want to give appreciation just like, you know, the Halloween 2018 and, like, you know, Candyman just came out uh, this weekend when, when we were recording this and it's getting like rave reviews and i really want to go watch it as well and then like i said earlier we have hereditary we have um hush we have uh, midsummer we have all these films where they're like people are talking about them, people are loving them there's like a whole cult thing you know we have shutter on uh Shutter's, like it's whole whole like horror streaming service so yeah i really love that like this decade or the previous decade the 2010s just kind of started going hey man we get we got to give a little more love to horror again because like the, the 90s had some good stuff, but it was kind of just like you said, it was just kind of following up whatever 80s slashers were coming out, maybe just trying to make another sequel, just trying to find its way. You know, yeah, we had Scream, which was an absolute banger, the, the Scrim, Scream trilogy, and, you know, uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and all these, like, horror movies that were kind of, like, changing the genre up.
1: Cool, cause I think those are good because they're commentaries on the horror movies of the time, you know?
0: No, exactly. Like, and that's the beauty of those. But then at the two thousands, like, they just came to a point where they're like, "Well, they're remaking this, and you know, let's let's remake this." Like, it's it's hilarious enough that like, studios have the balls to be like, "Let's remake Dawn of the Dead. Let's remake, you know, The Ring. Let's remake this." And and I'm like, "That's impressive." But why didn't you not give a shit about it? And
2: mm-hmm. kind of i yeah.
0: but that's that's a whole other conversation for another day.
1: Yeah, because this movie is made with like love, and you can care. You can tell that they care about this movie, where a lot of this movies in the genre at the time were just kind of made to make a cheap buck. I feel like.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any Any last words? Any Any last stuff you guys want to say?
1: I think. I think. Yeah, yeah. I got it all. Um, I, you know, I think. I, I don't know if I can recommend this movie to everybody. Um, you know, it was like I said, parts of it were hard to watch for me. But if you do kind of like that zany Sam Raimi style, go for it. If not, maybe stay away from it.
2: Yeah, definitely. I would, need, I would recommend it and give it a try. And, like, it's not as scary as you, you think it is. Like, I yeah. thought it was going to have be, be more scarier. But it was definitely for me, like, not – it was good for me for not being, like, um, uh you know, a big horror buff. And I get scared easily. Um. So it was, it was just right for me.
1: Nice.
0: Um, I'm definitely going to recommend it. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I really dug it when I came out. And then, you know, rewatching it again, I, I had a great time with it. Um, like like I said before, great script. I mean, it is one of those, like, if you're like, I want to watch something from the 2000s, something a little, like, you know, just funny, like Sam Raimi, you're like, I, you do know, I want to prepare for Multiverse of Madness kind of thing. Go give it a watch. You know, I'm I'm a big um I love hell stories, I love devil stories, I love Faustian stories. So if you're like I just need a little bit of like hell in my life, then go ahead and check it out. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and watch it, it, you know, it I'd say post-book. we're in October right now when this is coming out. Um mm-hmm. so it's a watch it in October. I would say you like this is a movie you should watch in October. I would recommend it to anybody to throw it on if you're doing some horror movie. Because it's it's not like Ariel said, it's not too scary. Um, but it is something that like, a horror fan can appreciate, but a non-horror fan won't be too scared of, so it's a good Halloween watch, you know, for <laughs> anybody. I will say, yeah. definitely underrated horror, spooky spooky time movie.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll put my stamp of approval on it. Certified boom fucking uh, horror movie to watch during October. Yep. 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 And now, the plugs. <laughs> Alright, guys. Go ahead.
2: Oh um so for me i have a uh, podcast that i host um called you've never seen question mark exclamation mark where i or my guests get introduced to a movie that we've never seen um and we discuss it for the first time um after they watch it for the first time
1: yep and uh you know i gotta mention uh that i've been guessing on a few shows recently um one i was on recently that i had a lot of fun with was called movie time capsule where i got to kind of pick out a lot of like, you know what movie i would have it was my movie that is like a movie that restores my faith in humanity or whatever um so if you want to check those out um you know there we always put like links to those and stuff um we've got some by the time this one comes out we'll have had our guests uh we'll have a couple of guests on the show so i hope you guys check out their podcasts, um, you know, every whenever a Marvel thing comes out, we have a, another podcast called Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones. But, yeah, check us out on all that. Um, we have a Discord. So if you guys want to talk to us, um, give us some suggestions. We're always looking for that. You can hit us up on Discord or on Instagram or Facebook or just email us at UndercastCompany um, on any of those things. Undercast company at gmail.com for our Gmail.
0: And, yeah, well, you know, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I, we always appreciate it. You know, go on our Instagram or Twitter, uh, Facebook, anything, just jump on there and talk to us. Discord love to hear from you guys. We've had some people talking on discord. I unfortunately uh, just started a new job. So I wasn't able to like, kind of talk to anybody, converse a little bit, but I love seeing guys talking. It, it's so great. It always kind of makes me really happy to see that. So please keep at it. And we love it. When I hear mm-hmm. more of you guys, I think someone on Instagram, uh, please forgive me. I, I will give you a shout-out on the next one. Um, or maybe before <laughs> this one comes <laughs> out. Give you a shout-out. We, we had a little conversation about this movie that he was talking about. It was really pushing. that was underrated. And I can't remember it for the life The Beast. Season.
1: It was The Beast. The Beast. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And thank you so much for the shout-out. I promise I will get it. I got logged out of it. And now I got to get back into it and figure all that stuff out. Nick.
1: It was Nick. Thank you, Nick.
0: Thank you so much, Nick. Really appreciate it. I was at work when I was talking to you and I, I feel so bad I was able to talk a little bit more about it. I was really like interested in it. I was looking it up as well. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you so much. Like that's the stuff we love. Um, hopefully after the whole Instagram stuff gets fixed and everything, we'll, we'll be able to like talk to you guys a little more, but please jump into the discord. The Discord's a really great, really, really great avenue uh, to talk to us while have it on our phone. Hopefully we're not going to have any issues with it, but yeah. Uh, excuse me we, we definitely love hearing from you guys like it's it's one of the biggest things especially for me like I, I I love it I love knowing that there's people out there listening and that there's people invested as much as we are to like film which is you know one of our big things and um, do you guys want to do a, I'm pretty sure we're gonna do it but um, it'll probably even come out before this shows up but maybe like a what if Marvel's what if for infinity stones and dragon bones
2: yeah, we're gonna be doing um, a what if, and Shang Chi is gonna be, probably be our next yeah. episode for for um, Infinity Stones and Dragon
1: Balls. Yep.
0: Yes, So, so if you're a time traveler and you went to the future and heard this <laughs> first, just a heads up, it will come out in the past. <laughs> and go ahead and listen to it when it comes <laughs> out in the past, because you already yeah, to yeah. and heard this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right, guys. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for listening again. Much love, much appreciation to everybody. And we are the Undercast
1: Company. See you in another life.
2: Bye, thanks for being amazing.
0: Take it easy, everybody. Happy Halloween.